0: This is Orson Welles on the Air, featuring the old-time radio performances of the legendary Orson Welles.
1: Wells as the third man The lives of Harry Lyme the fabulous stories of the immortal character originally created in the motion picture the third Man with zither music by Anton Carrov.
2: That was the shot that killed Harry Lime. He died in a sewer beneath Vienna. As those of you know who saw the movie, The Third Man. Yes, that was the end of Harry Lime. But it was not the beginning. Harry Lime had many lives. And I can recount all of them. How do I know? Very simple. Because my name is Harry Lime. You know, I've always believed in saying it with flowers. It's a nice, expensive language. And in my experience, an orchid unlocks more doors than a skeleton key. Besides, you can say and mean so many things with a bunch of flowers. Remember you know the old saying, orchids for riches, roses for passion, lilies for purity, and so on. Of course, for me, some flowers have a different meaning. Roses, red roses, remind me of an ash blonde with gray-green eyes. That's another story.
1: now, Orson Welles as Harry Lyme, the third man in Violet, Sweet Violet.
2: It is passing strange that a city like Marseille, about as wicked as they come, should be so abloom with churches and cathedrals. Or is it strange? Isn't this merely another example of irony? You know, the double face of life comedy and tragedy, see what I mean? I was thinking about this as I made my way to... The old town directly after landing at the port, I considered the ancient church of Saint Victor as a case in point. Its spire marked the center of Old Marseille. It was founded in the 13th century and once attached to an early 4th century abbey. Saint Lazarus once languished in its catacombs, and tourists can still see the black image of the Virgin attributed to Saint Luke. But I'm not a tourist. I was about to pass the crumbling fortress like church when a ruin of another sort animated itself and called toward me.
0: Violets, sweet violets, conjunt. Spare a few pence for the good of your soul and a breath of English countryside.
2: Take more than your violets to sweeten my soul, Mother. What do you know of the English countryside?
0: I was born in England, that's what. And if I choose to warm my old bones in warmer climate, that's my own business, kind sir.
2: (laughs) You're a prickly old puss. And just for such courage with a possible customer, I'll purchase a bunch of your dilapidated blossoms. Oh, thank and
0: you, sir. I knew you was a proper gentleman. The moment I laid eyes on you... And perhaps
2: a little information.
0: What kind of information? Are you
2: acquainted with a certain pirate by the name of Griffo? Griffo? Hmm.
0: What would you want with him, gentlemen?
2: Words, well, mother, a few simple words.
0: You be his friend?
2: Neither friend nor foe. i I've never met him.
0: It's foe you'll be. Griffo makes no friends.
2: Then we have something in
0: common. At your loss. You can find him at Crow's Nest, a him in saloon and lodging, down the next street and one over. You can't miss it, just follow your nose on the noise.
2: An unsavory beginning for a sinister character, who with all Gripple's alarming physical peculiarities, the fellow drew me like a magnet, for I'd had word on excellent authority that he was king of the thriving black market trade in Marseille. As I approached the Crow's Nest, I agreed with the old violet woman most heartily, and entered the noisome place, twirling my bunch of (laughs) violets.
3: It was like
2: walking into a page of Robert Louis Stevenson. Ship's lanterns lighted the place, fishing nets and cobwebs decorated the walls, and I, I swear that some of the patrons boasted barnacles. But at the bar, with a swearing green parrot on his shoulder, was Grippo, Grippo, complete with scar and iron hook.
3: Lookie,
4: stranger comes indoors.
0: Well, that's <laughs> the gun's to Slum. eh?
4: are like flowers. Maybe, me, eat him Oh, come my ladies. <laughs> There'll be no evening overboard of a man who comes to close us with posies. He's either a maniac or a fox. And this one's no madman.
2: Greetings from Renard's cripple. Renard, is it? I've read the papers, matey. What's the fox's other name? Harry Lyme. Harry
4: lion. I know that one, too.
2: Your fame is also known to me, Gripper, old man.
4: Judging by them dead violets, beware gentle Annie. Is that her name? Well, oh, she's been called other things.
3: <laughs>
2: she told me where you dropped anchor. <laughs> but the most important facts concerning you I had before arriving in port. Maybe we'd better have a private
4: talk, Mr. Lyme.
2: Your servant, Mr. Gripple.
4: Follow me. Run in a bucket of grog for me and frame friend Costa. At the double, Gripple.
2: State your business, Mr. Lyme. What are those who say you control the black market in Marseille? <laughs> oh, you're a cool one. Supplying scarce items to the populace for a price. Grippo's price, is that it? Well, I want a piece of it.
4: You don't think much of your life,
2: do you, Mickey? No, on the contrary, I think rather well of my lives. Lives? As of a cat, I have more than one old man. I realize that I wouldn't be the first victim to feel your hook in my throat, Grippo. This I guarantee. I'd be the last. You've got the gall to threaten Grippo. I'm stating a fact, old man. I'm not altogether alone in Marseille. I have friends, associates, who could uh, even reach you. You're a liar. Try me.
4: Maybe we can make a deal, matey. My business is expanding. I could use a sharper like you. Are you beginning
2: to sound more intelligent?
4: You don't like me any more than I like you, Mr. Lyme. It's a fine start. We should do ourselves some good.
2: Ourselves and no
4: one else? Aye. Mm. Meet me tonight over on south bank of Old Harbor. There's an old warehouse there, last one on the dock. Abandoned, they say. But you
2: say differently. Huh?
4: Come and see for yourself, Mr. Lyme. Eleven o'clock? Six bells, is it, Grippo? <laughs> Maybe we got more in common than I thought. Have <laughs> another slug of grog, matey, eh?
2: <laughs> but I begged off and left Grippo swilling his bucket of grog. As I left Crow's nest, fog was beginning to drift in, smelling thickly of salt water and things long dead, forgotten. Such atmosphere always depresses me. I left Old town my way to one of the better hotels, in my sake rather appropriately, I thought, the Flotte d'Or, the Golden Fleece. My quarters were good, the dinner was excellent, the wine superb, the prices outrageous. I was enjoying an after-dinner cigar when something new and uniformed was added.
5: Am I addressing Herr Heilheim?
2: Why, yes.
5: I am Colonel von Stuhl, German Occupation Police.
2: Well, won't you join me, Colonel? Briefly. What is
5: your pleasure, Cognac? Nothing, Dankeschön. You. you are notorious, Herr Lai. I prefer
2: the word celebrated. I am here
5: to warn you to make your stay as brief as possible in Marseille and to cause no incident so long as you are here. We have enough trouble with these, uh, peasants.
2: I can't imagine why my presence should be of any concern to the occupation authorities, Colonel. I assure you I have no intention of starting anything except escapades that might contribute to my pleasure. What do you mean by that? I'm here on holiday. That shouldn't worry you. It's occupation, boys, about nothing. Congratulations, old man. You may change your mind. What? About the cognac.
5: Nine. you will do well to remember my warning, Herr Lime.
2: Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen. And thanks for dropping by, Colonel Riker. You may prove most useful to me. Fog lay in my throat like cold cotton. I came to the abandoned warehouse in the waterfront of Old Harbor... Packwater lapped listlessly against the pilings of the dock, and the damp crept into my bones. The whole atmosphere of the place was one of defeat, despair, and hopelessness. I was anxious to get my business over, I pushed open a sagging door.
3: Hello? Hello? Hello, anybody about?
4: Annie Lime?
3: Oh, yes,
2: I, I, was, I was supposed to meet... No.
4: Nothing, Grippo? Not even night? More fool him. Look, good chinky's waking up. (coughs) So, you've come back to us, Mr. Hmm.
2: My, uh, congratulations, Grippo. Hey. Congratulations for not dropping me into the sea after your cabin boy slugged me. What's
4: this about cabin boy? Oh, pay no mind, chink. As for chucking you in the arbor, matey, that would have been too easy. Easy? I want to see you squirm a bit before sinking you. Didn't think I'd let you walk in nice as you're pleasing, take over my hard-earned living, did you?
2: Oh, certainly. I still intend to, grip Oh,
4: ho, listen to him. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: uh, Colonel von Gooch <laughs> takes an even more humorous view of the situation. You say von
4: Gooch? Oh, I did, I did. Do you know him? That is why he come here so bold. He has got protection from... Th- I don't think... I'll sign you on, Mr. Lyon, but it's going to take more than your fancy talk or von bon goot. What do you mean? Everybody's against me, the police, both French and occupation. Now even the French underground's after me, Skin. I'm afraid to sell. You find a safe way of making customer contact, matey, and you're in.
2: But can't your corrupt colonel
4: assist you? How'd you know that? Of course I knew it. Else why I mention his name? Still no like him, cripple. They like your money, don't yes, you? Sure. And stay out of this. After all, Mr. Lime asked for this. It's his neck. (laughs) And with that
2: reassuring spirit of goodwill, would you care to show me your stockpile of goods, Grip? After all, before I can sell, I must make sure of my merchandise, since my life depends on it.
1: Wilson Wells returns in just a moment as the third man. now Orson Welles as the third man continues with Violet, Sweet Violet.
3: I gambled and
2: won. The old Lime paid off. Probably the one corrupt official in the occupation who had dealings with Goodhold had also walked into my way, Colonel. I was playing a very dangerous game, but I was determined to play it to the end. After all, such a challenge was the only pleasure. I could find in those times. Gripper's warehouses loaded with black market merchandise, including guns and plane parts. All I had to do was to find a way of, well, distribution. Then I remembered a cracked voice, the odor of faded violets.
3: Violet! Sweet Violet!
0: Who's spent a few pence for the girl their soul on a but? Oh, it's you, young gentleman. Good
2: morning, Annie.
0: Did you find Grip
2: Yes. is it a bit raw for you to be out today, Mother?
0: My diggings are no better. What with the gas turned off and the lady wanting to lock me out if I Don't pay it costress. Supposing I buy
2: out your stock and we go over to that inn for something warm, Annie.
0: <coughs> You'd go to the inn with the likes of me?
2: It would be an honor. Come along, Mother.
0: There's nothing like a spot of tea and brandy to put life in a body again. Want
2: another cup, Annie? Oh Lord,
0: love I've oh, had three already. <laughs> well, maybe I'll best have
2: one more. That's my girl. I'll brew the potion myself.
0: Oh, I never thought, gentle Annie, would see the likes of this again. Now, why not? Oh, if it had been forty years ago, when I was animal ware, but I was the toast, Mister Lyme. Would you like to
3: repeat? a sweet fire. Oh,
2: please, Annie. Annie, I want to help you. Why? I've already told you. Perhaps I can make up in a measure for all that heartbreak you had before.
3: You,
0: you've got a heap of men in the with Mr. lie. Then how's
2: this for a starter? I'll bring you flowers from the wholesale market. The best and freshest blossoms I can find. And they won't cost you a penny.
0: You're... Do this for, for me? If, if, you
2: do something for me, Mother.
0: Anything, Mr. Lott, anything.
2: You're oh. going to have the briskest floral trade in Marseille. And whoever asks you for violets, sweet violets. Now, remember.
0: Violets, sweet violets. Marseilles, Mère Mère
2: Yes, but they must say those exact words when they make a purchase. When they do. Yeah. You give them my address. I'm staying at the front door, the Golden Fleece. Golden oh. Fleece. There'll be someone who'll give you envelopes. These I will collect every evening. You got that? You have
0: business with such folks? Oh,
3: yeah.
2: Call it the business of, um, freedom?
0: Freedom. The underground. Oh, it was a fine, brave day that brought you to my sign. Gentle and in. Just follow
2: my instructions, mother. you make us both happy. That I will. <laughs> and now another, another spot of tea.
4: Yes, I agree with the parrot, Mr. Lyon. The old thing's a rum
2: idea. But you can't disagree with its efficacy. for gentle Annie will siphon the context. Either come to me at the Golden Fleece or leave their money in the envelopes of the larger merchandise. Best of all, nobody will suspect. Annie has sold her wares on the steps of St. Vincent's for years.
4: How do you know it'll work?
2: How do you know it'll fail?
4: Well, I'm not the one to wait to find out. Buying flowers to show black market. What's this business coming to?
2: Things are difficult, the whole world over, old world, man. How <laughs> about <laughs> yeah. another bucket of grog with me, Mr. Lyme? Not tonight, grip, old man. Remember, I have to be up with the birds. Buy violets while the dew is still fresh.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the noose was tightening... and the gentleman who perched atop a powder keg and lit the fuse... I had nothing on Harry Lyme at the moment. If luck had been with me thus far, and why not father? Business was booming. Gentle Annie was the biggest thing in black market circles. She could have known she was more famous now than she'd ever been in the old music hall days. And then suddenly, like a bolt from what they like to call the blue, the envelope trade, fell off. One day, two, three. I questioned Annie.
3: <laughs>
4: Mr. Lyme, what did Annie have to say for herself?
2: Nothing helpful, Grippo. I believe she believes in elves. Well, what would you suggest? Should I go twist her arm? If you don't, I will. You? Find out what's happening to them envelope
4: orders, Mr. Lyme, or return. and yours.
2: Grippo's ultimatum didn't leave me much choice. Train the next day, I passed St. Victor's at i Annie was loyally crying her wares. I visited her again just at dusk, settling down for a sudden night. I didn't announce myself, but moved into the shadow of the fortress-like pillars of the ancient church.
0: Violet! Sweet violet! They smell sweeter for the rain!
2: There were no buyers. I saw several envelopes on a tray. She had a few flowers left. In spite of the weather, it had been a bright day for my elderly friend. Annie sighed, pulled shawl, tied her shawl tighter, and was... Getting ready to close shop when another pedestrian appeared—a taut, thin woman who might have been beautiful once. Her hair was tawny in the fading light. Her voice hard and brittle. She darted toward Annie.
0: I wonder what she flower, Annie. Huh? Oh, it's you again, girl. Get 'em out. The varlets. One bunch. Oh, it's coming. I'm ready to leave. You better spend your pennies for bun and milk, girl. Looks off. You, you could stand some food.
2: As Annie fumbled with her blossoms. The woman snatched the envelopes and whatever money she could. I had my thief, just ready to move in. And gentle Annie caught her in the very
0: act. Here. what are you doing? stealing? Let me go, let me go. No, I've no, got go. yeah, right,
3: right. yeah, yeah, you a girl. She's woman. Help! Please, murder! It's all right, Annie. It's all right, I'm here. I said,
2: quiet down. Oh, now the fat's in the fire.
0: Food I want is just money. Now, the oh. old woman, I'm still from my friend here, too. Hello, hello, hello.
2: Uh, wh- wh- what is the trouble here? Eh? Who helped oh, you? Well, it's
0: us here. That's who. Oh. Well, there's really no trouble
2: at all, officer. Yeah. I
0: didn't do anything. A... I was only cheating. Me I'm going to fight for that. Oh, enough, me. enough. I need please
5: anything. We shall go, go, to anything. go to the station. Oh, well, Where well, are we? Oh, but officer... Come, come. vite, vite, monsieur, s'il
2: Of course, the inevitable happened. Once the authorities learned my identity, the prefect was called in with my somewhat oversized official dossier. It appeared that I was to be the whipping boy of this particular petty theft.
5: I am not at all convinced of your innocence,
2: monsieur. Annette.
0: Yes,
5: sir. Are you acquainted with this gentleman?
0: Him, sir? He's a good, kind man, sir. And he's taken me in hand.
5: Your benefactor has betrayed you, Annette. He has been using you in the black market trade. (laughs) Annette! I don't believe
0: it. And you arrest me for pinching a few pennies. That oh. may
5: be the least of your crimes, Mademoiselle. Evidence may prove that you were cooperating with Monsieur Lyon. I never
3: saw him before, oh. in my
2: life. May I uh, say a word in my own behalf? But, of course, Monsieur. <laughs> it seems that the main bone of contention is the black market ring. Oui, certainement. If I deliver the head of the ring to you, will that satisfy the authorities and uh, clear my good name? You can do this? I can. The name is Grippo.
0: An informer, that's what he is. Shut your mouth! It is, please.
2: No, all
5: right, Annie. This is most interesting, Monsieur Lyme. Are you prepared to vouch for such a statement? Oh, yes, yes, sir. Uh, oui, Monsieur Le
0: Parfait?
5: I have the kindness to ask Colonel L. Good and the second witness to enter, s'il vous Immediately,
0: mon Monsieur. Von Good. Oh, sir, does this mean more trouble for you? <laughs>
2: I'm beginning to wonder,
5: Uh, You sent for me, Herr Prefect. I understand that the occupation had information on this man, Colonel, for good. That is correct. Herr High Lime is an international confidence man, capable of any major crime. No.
4: And oh, you, monsieur,
5: oh, oh. you are called... Uh,
4: Just you call me Chink, mister. That is all I ever answered. But to... uh, this
5: man... Monsieur. And now, monsieur Chink, I understand that you have uh, charges.
4: That me too. This Mr. Lime comes to Crow's Nest, tries to talk Grippo into black market deal.
2: Well, monsieur, this man's story is a pack of lies, monsieur. He is Grippo's axe it man. It is Mr.
4: Lime's word against mine, prefect. I order her
2: Lime's eyes. Uh, may I offer a way out of this crisis? You
4: no believe what he says. He's smooth one. Grippo
5: you told.
2: You see, gentlemen, his own words have hung the you. Well, I must admit. And if I bring in Grippo, while your men are investigating the abandoned warehouse on Old Harbour...
5: I want no unnecessary trouble. If Herr Lime guarantees to eradicate the black market trade here in Marseille, we have no further interest in him.
2: Thank you, Colonel. And now, Monsieur Le prefect
5: uh, We shall wait until you begin gripo Monsieur Lime.
2: Then we shall discuss your future. I am no advocate of physical conflict, but sometimes... Nothing to do about it, it's necessary. After gaining the preface promise that the chink would be detained, I sought out Grippo. He wasn't at Crows Nest, not in the warehouse, but I did find him in a small boat at the end of the dock, just casting off. Come out of that boat, Grippo. Don't
3: oh, you sick
4: me, A eh, line. Well, it's you on it, like I said. It's even better than killing you.
2: Uh, not quite, my friends. No! Oh, Don't get you!
5: I mean me now, alive like I always knew it would be. And my hope will get you.
2: No, Grippo. I was most untidy when I delivered Grippo to the authorities. Dampish and somewhat bloody. But the law was satisfied, at least insofar as the occupation was concerned. The black market ring was ended and I had a clean bill of health. But the French prefet suggested that I take passage on the next ship out. In fact, he was at the dock to see me off.
1: Time returns in just a moment.
2: line. I call this story Violets, Sweet Violets. Now maybe you know the reason why. Flowers can mean so many things, and if ever you should want to send me a message that reeks of villainy most foul, send me a bunch of violets and say it with flowers.
3: the show for this week. I hope you enjoyed it.
0: Remember you can find more from the show you heard today and thousands of others at RelicRadio.com And also donate through the site if you'd like to support Relic Radio You can find more information about that by visiting Donate.RelicRadio.com Thanks for your support and for joining me today.
3: Be back soon with more